Praise the Lord. Who is Jesus? I don't know. It's kind of hard to determine. I mean, you know, if you ever want to find out who someone is, why don't you go to that person? That person can tell you exactly who he is or who she is. So we go to Jesus and we find out exactly who he is. Because Jesus said, I am. He said, I am uh, bread. We come and partake of him. And then he said, I am the light. After we partake of him, guess what? We begin to have a light just come into us and just begin to open up things to where we can then see Jesus saying, I am the door to enter the door into the sheepfold. And it's great. I tell you, he is the only way in. He is the door, not a door. He is the door. So once we're in the sheepfold, sheepfold, we got it made now. We got green pastures and still waters, you know, and all this good stuff. And well, we can just relax and take it easy now. Hallelujah. No, we can't. No, that's not the reason we're brought in. We're not just uh, coming into the sheepfold just to be saved and go to heaven. No, no, no. That's just the beginning of it all. So then he says, I am the good shepherd. We begin to learn that a good shepherd is going to take care of his sheep. He will provide for us. He will protect us in every way, shape, or form. Well, that's good. Hey, I got it made now. I can rest. No, you can rest in Him, but we're not going to rest because we got something to do. Well, how do I do that? Well, I find out that He is the resurrection and the life. Therefore, I learn how to walk in a resurrected life. In other words, I'm not walking according to the world. I'm walking according to Jesus. Well, that's real good. Mm. Well, this, this is great. Now, now I got it made. Now I can go out and, and, and witness for Jesus. I can go out and go all different kinds of places, you know, and, and go and do what I want to do to share Jesus. No, we cannot. <laughs> no, because Jesus said, I am the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to find out what that means. We're going to look at uh, John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. Let not your heart be troubled. Uh, you're there already, don't you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I already got it. All right, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. That's what Jesus says. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. And I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Ah, and where I go, you know. The way, you know. Oh, Thomas said, you remember Thomas, you know, he gets to the point where he's going, you know, he got to figure this out. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, and how can we know the way? But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way. I am the way. Well, that's great. Uh, must be a lot of people going that way. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, Jesus said over in uh, Matthew chapter Seven, he gave us two different ways, two different ways to be on. You know, 
when uh, earlier in my life, and um, I don't know, we just don't see them much anymore. There might be one or two here or there, but there used to be one-way streets. You know, you could only go one way. And, and when you went the wrong way, you would cause an accident. You'd get in trouble. But there, there used to be one-way streets. Well, Jesus says that there is only one way. All right? Here's what it says in Matthew 6 and Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few that find it. So Jesus is saying, listen, there's a broad way, and everybody's going that way. They have no idea what they're doing. You can see that in the world today. You just watch the news, and, and everybody's going the wrong way. But Jesus says, there's a narrow way. I'm that way, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. But I am the way that's going to carry you through the appointed time that you reach your final destination in heaven. Along that narrow way, that is the only way. You can't, you can't get off on, you get off that narrow way, you get into the ditch. And I don't want to be there. I want to be in the way. So, what does this word mean? Well, it means way. Well, it means more than way, you know. <laughs> if you look things up in Greek language, which I do, I have enough knowledge to be, you know, really difficult, really in trouble with it. But uh, I took two years of uh, Greek. That doesn't mean nothing. But I have the means to be able to look things up. So the way means access, entrance into salvation, and a life of holiness. It's entrance into salvation and a life of holiness. In other words, it's not worldly, but heavenly. So, Jesus has made a way for us to enter into God's presence. Yes, He did. That's a, you can see that over in Matthew chapter 27. Uh, I'll get there real quickly. I got my Holy Spirit uh, paper clips today. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 27, verses 50 and 51. Jesus made a way for us to come into the presence of our Father. Jesus cried out again. He was hanging on the cross with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was rent from, from, the, from top to bottom. And the earth quaked and the rocks were split. That means that God said, I am opening up the way for you to come into the Holy of Holies. You see, that veil separated the Holy of Holies and the holy place in the temple. Now, God says, I'm going to open it up to where everybody can come in, and just not the priest. Just not the one who came in to do sacrifices. I'm going to make sure that you have an access. So Jesus he made a way for us to come into our Heavenly Father, into His very presence. I don't know about you, but that gets me excited. So Jesus is the way. All right, what else does the way mean? It means direction. Which way are you going, fella? Uh, you know. All right, 
can you show me the way to go? Yeah, we say that. Uh, it means direction. Well, in Matthew chapter 10, the disciples got some direction. And uh, starting with verse 1, and when he called, well, I'm going to go down to verse 5. He called those 12 disciples and he gave them power. And now down in verse 5, these 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter the city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons freely. You have received freely give. So when you have direction, you have direction not only where to go, but you also have direction as to how to minister. <laughs> yeah. And, and how are you going to minister? Exactly like Jesus. Because he sets the example. Because you see, he is the way to be able to do ministry. He is the way that we are to go. So, Paul had that decision to make in his ministry uh, over in Acts chapter 16. You know, which we, we, we might ask the question, God, which way, which way, where am I supposed to go? Yeah. And God's going to show you because He is the way. Paul had this, this happened in his life uh, in 16, verses 6 through 10. Now, when they had gone through Pergamum and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Well, you know, I thought the logical thing would be to go over there and preach the gospel. But God said, no, that's not the way to go. Don't go that way. All right? And they came, they had come to Messiah, and they tried to go to Beth Bethana, but but the Spirit did not permit them. Don't, don't go that way either. That's not the way to go. All right? And they, and then so passing for by Mysia, Mysia, they came to Torres, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night, and the man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, "Come over to Macedonia and help us." That's the way. Don't go over there. No, don't don't go there, but go go over there. You see, God's going to show you direction. Because, you see, Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the way, not only to salvation, but I'm the way you're supposed to minister. I am the way to show you where to go to minister. I am the only way. So you got to follow Jesus. you got to follow Him. You see, He wants you to go where He's going. <laughs> you see, He wants you to go to where He knows where that going to be results, where there's going to be ministry. That's where you are to go. So, not only does it mean uh, entrance into God's presence and finding direction, but it also means a systematic course of pursuit. Boy, that's really exciting, Frank. Uh, that's an intelligent saying there. Sure is. I didn't come up with that. The Greek language did. Uh, over in uh, Luke, Chapter 1, a systematic course of pursuit. Luke chapter 1, 
Wow. Verses 78 and 79. Uh, Through the tender mercy of our God. Now, who in the world would be saying something like that? Who in the world is speaking? Oh, Zacharias is saying, oh, yeah. His prophecy filled with the Holy Spirit. Through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring, who in the world is the day spring? That's the Messiah. That's what the word means. What, to, what the Messiah from on high has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. So not only is he to show us the way into the darkness to give light to people, the darkness, that's where people just don't have any clue what spiritual life is about. They're all messed up in their moral life. They may have intelligence, but they're certainly not from God. You know, that's got worldly intelligence for sure. But they, they don't have any, they don't know where they are. They're caught up in darkness. And uh, uh, Paul wanted that for the church at Rome. Yeah, see, when Paul the Apostle was writing his letters to the church, he was trying to instruct them what way to go the best way to go, how to go, and, and how to minister. Come on, church, let's get on with that. But basically what he's saying, you're going the wrong way, let's get on board here. So here's what Paul said in Romans chapter 11, verse 25. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come. In other words, she's saying, listen, you may go out there and think you're doing it the right way, but you're not. You're doing it what you think, in your own opinion, on how you think it ought to be done, how you think it ought to be approached. You're going the place where you think you ought to go, and I don't want you to be ignorant of this at all. You're, you're wise in your own opinion. And, 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 and people are getting lost out there. So he's saying there's a way to go. And Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only way. So this way also guides our feet into a way of peace. 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 Anybody need that? Rest, quietness, absence of strife. <clears throat> oh, yes. I can relax now in Jesus. Whew. I don't have to be stressed out. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to wonder what to do, where to go, how to handle the law. Because Jesus is the way I can follow Him. And He'll show me the way. He is the way to go. And so what do I do? I wait for His instruction. I, uh, what do you want me to do today? How do you want me to handle this situation? What do you want me to say? 
how am I to minister to that person in need? He is the way. Don't try to do it yourself. You're going to get all tired and wore out and stressed out. Next thing you know, you can't sleep at night. Just relax and rest in Him. That's one thing I do when I put my head on the pillow. I thank you, Jesus, and I'm going to rest in you tonight. Just relax. Because Jesus is the way. Oh. Well, good, Frank. That sounds great. Well, how do I walk in this way? How do I walk in Jesus our way? How do I do that? i got to have some way to, I mean, oh, my gosh. Well, let, let's, let, let's see what the world's trying to do. Uh, Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. 16, 8. Yeah, I'll get it all unhooked here. Matthew 16, 8. In uh, verse 5, And when the disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. This was after Jesus had done the miracle, you know, feeding the 5,000 and 4,000 and all this bread, you know. And they thought, uh-oh, we don't have any bread. What are we going to do now? See, they're trying to reason things out. And uh, they had forgotten the bread, and Jesus said to them, Take heed, and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Huh? What is that? And, and then it says, They reason among themselves, saying, Oh, it's because we have no bread. <laughs> you see, they're, they're doing worldly reasoning, trying to figure this out. You see, the world does not reason cannot give you the reason and sight to be able to do what God wants you to do. So they're all mixed up. And Jesus, uh, he's aware of it. That's what it says. He said to them, Oh, you of little faith. Keep that in mind. You know, you of little faith. Why do you reason among yourselves? Because you have no bread. You see, he wasn't talking to them about physical bread. He was talking to them, as it said in, in verse 12, that they realized, oh, he's talking about the doctrines of the Pharisees. Ah, that's what he means. You see, now they got insight into what's going on because now they're not figuring it out with their own reason. They're beginning to look at it from what Jesus is trying to tell it, getting that new insight into their lives. So, Jesus is not a way of reason or sight. He is a way of faith. He said, oh, you of little faith. That's the way Jesus operates. He always operated in faith. There's no other way. Oh, well, what about me? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> Over in Second uh, Corinthians chapter... Chapter 5, verse 17. You can quote it just as well as I can read it. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation or a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What does that mean in light of what we're saying here today? 
Old things are passed away. All, right, all that stuff that I used to do to try to reason things out, try to figure it out, and try to understand it with my mind, and try to look at it from the way the world sees it, all that's gone. You know, all my old life is gone. As a new life. So what's that new life? A way of faith. It's now totally new. You can't mix the two. Won't work. Don't think like the world. Don't reason it out. All that way you used to do things, gone. You're, you, that, that life is gone. Now you are totally new. And now you got a new way of life to learn how to live. And that's the way of faith. The old way, sight and reason. New way, faith. And that what the scripture says in in the fifth chapter of that's what it says in fifth chapter of Second uh, Corinthians. For we walk by faith and not by sight. See, we're not walking according to what we see. We're walking according to what we know. Hmm. We walk by faith now. We walk, boy, that is a total different ball game. You begin to walk by faith. Why would I want to walk by faith? When I can still figure things out myself. Well, I thought when you got saved that you want to please God. Well, yeah, I do. I want to please God. I mean, yeah. Well, let me tell you how to please God then. Over in uh, Hebrews. Over in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 and following. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Isn't that great? <laughs> well, that's good. For it, by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Hmm. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. What? You mean God operates by faith? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by God, by the Word of God. Yeah. He... What does he do? He calls those things which be not as though they were. Hmm. That's faith. I did not sight. No reason to it whatsoever. He's saying, light be. He's saying, tree be. Bird be. That's what he's saying. By faith. He's speaking by faith and things happen. Creation took place. So by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. See, Cain did it the natural way, but he, Abel did it by faith. And he obtained a witness that was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it, being dead, still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death as it was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken, he had this testimony. He pleased God. Oh, he not pleased God? What? Oh, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. You said you want to please God? Or you're walking by faith? That's the only way to please God. My problem is, 
I have a mathematical brain and I sit down and figure out this and that and I figure out the budget. Can I afford to do this? Can I afford to, to go there? And to, Can I shut up, Frank? That's what I say to myself. I ain't kidding. Shut up, Frank. Stop doing that. Because it has nothing to do with following God. Everywhere God has sent me is by faith, and I never had to figure out finances. Never. He always supplied. So why, why, why do I try to do it when He's already done it? <laughs> I don't know. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is the rewarder of those who jealously seek Him, not to seek the finances, not to seek the prosperity, not to seek anything else but Him. You see, you see the... So, my question still is, um, what's your choice? <laughs> uh, a way of faith? A way of faith? Boy... That's difficult. Well, that's what Jesus said. He said the narrow way is going to be difficult. Yeah. It is difficult because, you see, people are not walking by faith. Everybody else is going the other way. And you are trying to do something totally different than what the world is doing. And you are going opposite of the way the world thinks. You are going the way God thinks. Because He is the only way to go that's going to bring forth pure, holy results unto Him and you. He's going to bring glory unto Him. And he, you're going to get the benefits of it. So, a way of faith or the way of the world? Trying to reason things out. Yeah, sit down and mull over and and stress out and try to figure out this decision and that decision and how and what what am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? God, if, if you're calling me to this, you you want me to do what? And uh, I can't. How and what? I can't. You're right. You can't. You shouldn't. Just sit back and wait on God. Let Him tell you. Calm down. The way of faith is the way of peace. <laughs> the way of the world, you can see that right now, is the way of destruction and strife and bitterness and anger and hatred and unforgiveness. Now, I'm going, I, I've got the hymn book here today. Now, I'm not going to sing. You're, you're going to be pleased with that. Even though I did have the, for 20 years in South Georgia, I was a song leader. Yeah, because nobody else could lead the singing. <laughs> so I'll let, and I'm going to uh, read a, a, a couple of verses here, maybe even three here, to wind this up. It's, the, the hymn is, My Faith Looks Up to Thee. Mm, that sounds right. Let me read this to you. My faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. Now hear me while I pray. Take all my guilt away. Oh, let me from this day be wholly thine. May thy rich grace impart 
strength to my fainting heart. My zeal inspire as thou hast died for me. O oh, may my love to thee pure, warm, and changeless be a living fire. Hallelujah. While life's dark maze I tread and grease around me spread, be thou my guide. Now, I want to say be thou my way. Bid darkness turn today. Bid darkness turn today. You know, I want to see the light now. Wipe sorrow's tears away, nor let me ever stray from thee aside. Lord, my faith looks up to you. You alone are my way. And in you, Lord, I follow. No matter where it takes, what it means, how it's to be accomplished, where to go, what to do, what to say, you are my way. And in you, Lord, I put my trust. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Joy of His salvation, oh God's mercy, so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I can see His from the seed of Abraham and led them through the wind.